welcome back to Nine Half Podcast. I'm your host, Nadi, author, kidpreneur, and of course, fellow tween. If you're feeling lost in this big world, no worries. I promise you're in the right place. Nine Half Podcast is the best how-to guide for the tween years. In each episode, I will motivate you to dream louder, empower you to live a meaningful life, and give you the tools you need to navigate the murky waters of young adulthood. Remember, teens, you are unique, brilliant, and destined for greatness. Your journey to becoming the best version of yourself starts now. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Nine and a Half Podcast. I'm your host, Hanadi, and welcome to this podcast, or welcome back. Okay, so if you guys haven't seen my last episode, then you guys don't know that I am now doing interviews. So, this is our very, very first interview. So, let's welcome on my mom. <laughs> Hi, guys. Okay, so I'm just going to be asking my mom some questions as if I didn't know her. Anywhere from business questions all the way to personal. So, let's get on with this podcast episode. Let's ask her question number one. Ready? You want to know what's kind of weird before we get started? I've done so many interviews, like, all over and for some reason, I'm more nervous for your interview than any other ones. Why are you nervous? I don't know. I don't know. I'm excited, but still nervous. <laughs> I would think you would be embarrassed about the, or nervous about the worldwide one, not your own daughter, but it's okay. <laughs> you don't it's have a compliment. To. Huh? It's a compliment. Like being on your podcast is, it's like a, it's an honor to be on your podcast. Let me say that. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Okay. All right. Let's get our, let's get on with this first question. All right. Number one, what is the one thing you can say to your tween self? Oh, you're just going to jump right in with the hard questions, huh? Um, yeah. Well, I put tween because this is a tween podcast. For sure. <laughs> if I could speak to my tween self, I think I would tell her that there's plenty of time to grow up and to really dedicate yourself or focus on like fine-tuning other elements of your identity outside of like you know things that are more adult or things that are more mature so just to stay a kid as long as possible okay I like that answer a lot Do you? yeah I like that answer okay so you would say not to grow up too fast right exactly okay I think a lot of people would probably love to hear that on the podcast. So that's a great answer. Thank you. All right. Let's go into question number two. What is the one thing you're most excited about this year? Can you repeat that one more time? What is the one thing you're most excited about for this year? Oh, I, okay. Here's my moment of honesty. I'm really excited about everything that's happening in your life. That just makes me fill up with unimaginable joy, just watching you moving your purpose and all the opportunities that are coming your way and the doors that are opening. And every time I get to see you on set or on screen or running scripts or podcasting or right, like just seeing you immersed in your gifts. I think I'm really excited to see what 2022 has for you. Yeah. I think that's what I'm most excited oh, about. Oh, that is such a sweet answer. <laughs> it's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a sweet answer. So I really like <laughs> that is such a sweet answer. I honestly really appreciate that you're excited for me. I am. Is there anything you're excited for personally, for yourself, or? I'll let you uh, redirect the question. Yes, I I am. I think that I'm excited to really expand the Raising a Champion brand in the sense of, like, continuing to create a safe space for mothers to be honest about motherhood and opening up those opportunities for women to, 
like launch into writing or be able to promote their businesses and their ideas and be successful mompreneurs and just potentially kind of moving back into that coaching consulting space a little bit. So yeah, that's what I'm excited for for myself. While we're at it, you want to tell everyone your blog for possibly mommies watching this with, you know, their kids. You want to Oh, look at you. Okay. Yeah. So you, <laughs> you're a good host, Nadi. Thank you. Um, you can find my blog at www.raisinachampion.org. Okay. So make sure you go check my mom out. And if you're watching this by yourself, go tell your mom. <laughs> okay. Let's see. What's, a, what's one funny childhood story of you? A funny childhood story? Oh, I don't know. I think, okay, I have one I can kind of share maybe. I think a funny childhood story that my mom tells a lot is that she kind of knew that I was always going to be some type of business owner, even when I was little. She said that I would sell anything to anyone. So I always had to be the top salesperson or I'd buy things and try to sell them to her friends at the bowling alley or I'd make crafts and like overprice them. I could definitely see that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So to grow up and to be in this entrepreneurial space, it isn't a shock because I think even before I knew what the word meant, I was essentially like this kid business owner. So I think that's funny looking back at it. So have you also always known your passion? I think you didn't realize it at first, but it was always there. That's a possibility. Yeah. I don't know that I knew my passion. I think I knew that I wanted to be successful. And Mm. I think I didn't necessarily know how to channel that in the way that I'm watching you. But I did know that success was incredibly important to me. And so I had to navigate that and find that out different ways, you know, throughout young adulthood and adulthood. But what I have always been passionate about is just wanting to excel, like to be the best for sure. That's a great characteristic. I think it's kind of shocking that that would be in someone as young. How how young were you when you were doing this? Probably like, what, six, seven, I think is when I started. Okay, that's a shocking char- characteristic in a seven through six year old. So you say so, but then I watch you and I'm like, well, I'm also 11. Yeah, but you've been like this for a while, too. <laughs> so and even now I try to get on you about like, don't be a perfectionist. Like you don't. And I'm like, well, how can I really say that when I was definitely like that? So <laughs> next time I tell you don't be a perfectionist, remind me I said this. Okay. Okay. I will. <laughs> I, I will forever hold that. All right. Let's see what our next question is. What is your biggest accomplishment? <sighs> my biggest accomplishment. I feel like all my answers are going to sound so cliche, but being a mom, like, yeah that's a very mommy answer yeah it's a very mommy answer for sure I'm in the mommy stage of my life you know it's I'm watching my kids move into like their truths and like learning who they are and so sometimes you take a back seat intentionally or unintentionally but not to sound like quintessential mommy but yeah my my kids are my biggest accomplishment for sure I know you're gonna make me answer this differently but I am I'm already (laughs) so what is one thing before you became a mother? What is What was your biggest accomplishment? Ooh, okay. I think if I can summarize my biggest accomplishment before or outside of motherhood, I think it would just be forging a path or creating a way where there was none. Uh, I don't think that there was a lot of guidance as far as like how to accomplish certain things. So first generation college, how to be a woman in business, how to be a black woman in business, how to be queen, queen. (laughs) how to go into boardrooms and be a dominant spirit in there and how to 
you know, make people listen and how to command that that respect. I think being a successful business owner um, mm-hmm. without much mentorship or guidance would be a great accomplishment for sure. <laughs> just to anyone watching this, I just hope this really inspires you as maybe a woman in business or a black woman in business. I just really hope this episode inspires you. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to our next question. So this one is more of our our funner question or yeah, funner questions. If you were offered your own reality TV show, would you say yes or no? <laughs> this is the irony of being a once public figure, being, you know, a public figure in the way that I was with speaking and writing and like all these other kind of things that kind of always have me in the spotlight. I'm really, 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 really camera shy. Oh, and, my God. And so <laughs> I forgot about that. I am incredibly camera shy and it's the weirdest thing ever because I can get up in front of a room of thousands and give a motivational speech. But the moment the camera gets on me, I do not like you. The camera gets on you and you're this whole different person. That Beyonce and Sasha Fierce thing. Me, I freeze. So would I have a reality show? My first answer would be probably not because of my camera shyness. Second, like, I think I'm a naturally more private person. So I just don't want people all in my business. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. What I, about you? I would, honestly, just because... I want to bring, like, from my podcast to my social media, I want to give people a good day in my life. Like, like behind-the-scenes kind of day in the life? Yeah. I think that people would see you on reality TV and be shocked that, like, you're absolutely who you are 100% of the time. Like, <laughs> you're not, like, this sweet, kind, gentle spirit, and then, like, behind the scenes, you're a tyrant. You really are just, like, the nicest person ever, so... <laughs> I don't think they get much drama from you. This would be like a drama-free reality TV show. Okay, well then that's not going to work. <laughs> I think people react reality TV show for the drama of right. it. So, yeah. Let's go on to another question. If someone wanted to start a business similar to yours, what advice would you give them? These are really good questions. <laughs> you are really good at this. I just want to make a note of that. If someone wanted to start a business, I think the the number one advice, of course, you know, social media analytics and metrics and how to market your business and how to brand your business and proof of concept, all of these terminologies that I could talk about for forever. Go ahead. Oh, okay. I think people would want it to hear for someone who's already in this business uh-huh. and black woman who's been doing this for a couple of years now. So yeah, I've been I think this probably longer than you've been actually longer than you've been alive. I yeah. think people want that raw advice. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that is what I would tell them is. The best way to excel and succeed is be authentic as possible. I think people value transparency. They value honesty. They value people who are raw and truthful in who they are. And I think that has been a huge success for me is I took a stance and spoke about things that were very personal to me in hopes of empowering and inspiring other women. And that is I think would help women gravitate to me and trust me for coaching or counseling or therapy or whatever the case may be. And so I think that would be my advice is just show up as your most authentic self. Be authentic, people. Yeah. (laughs) That's a great piece of advice. Thank you. Okay. Let's do another question. Let's see. What is the most trouble that you've ever gotten by your parents? Gotten in by your parents? Mm -hmm. Let's see. I, I don't have anything crazy. I don't think I got in a lot of trouble as a kid. Not because I didn't do stuff. I was just really sneaky. I wasn't a bad kid. So there's not even (laughs) anything horrible that I could say. But in the things that I did do, I just think I was really good at being sneaky. And I'm sure 
all of your aunties and uncles will agree. So let me change this question. <laughs> let me change this question. Okay. Worst thing that you've done and gotten away with it. Oh my goodness. I honestly can't think of, I think I was worse as a young adult than I was as a kid. Like I was pretty wild as a young adult. Um, <laughs> I can see it. I, can <laughs> I think as a kid and a tween, I was really, really well behaved for the most part. And, you know, I just did normal tween and teen stuff. <laughs> I don't think I had like wild and crazy days until like my later Eight, years. 18. And then, you know, it calmed down. But as a teen and tween, I don't think I was a mischievous kid. I was just normal. What is the most rewarding thing about raising me? So I could easily point to all the things that you've achieved, all the things that you have yet to achieve, the way in which your career is like taking off, all of these things. But I think the best thing and the most rewarding thing about raising you is that you're just a good person. As a mother, we want you guys to be successful, of course. But at the end of the day, we just want to raise good human beings. And I know that I'm sending a child out in the world who is just going to make the world a better place. Uh-huh. And so I think that's one of the most rewarding things about raising you. Oh, sure. I didn't expect that answer, to be honest. No? No. What, what'd you think? I think you were going to like point to something like my acting or my social media. Yeah, I mean, I think all those things are impressive. You're an impressive child. I think people maybe... Like can look at you on the outside and they're astonished. But I feel that same way every day. I am just as astonished as a lot of other people who get to watch you. And so I think that is sometimes missed on me. I am equally, you guys, shocked by who this child is and who she's becoming. But that's not the most rewarding. It's it's just that your heart is, you're one of the kindest people I've ever met in my life. So, Oh, yeah. and to go out this podcast, good. We're going to start with just the kind of a question that is about this podcast okay what did you think when i came to you with the idea of nine and a half podcast i thought absolutely well first of all yes i thought absolutely because there's never a time that you're going to bring something to me that you're excited about or passionate about and i'm not going to try to figure out how to make it happen for you but i will say i had never even thought about a child your age having a podcast so when you first said i want to have a podcast i'm thinking what nine-year-old wants to have a podcast? But you also came to me with the name, the concept, what you wanted to talk about, what kind of podcast. You had it all planned out <laughs> easily. You came in there like a business meeting and you delivered a soundproof presentation of why this was important to you and why it was necessary. And so I was like, let's do it. And <laughs> hearing you, when I hear your podcast, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. I'm even more impressed than what I initially thought I would be. Oh. Okay, guys, I really hope you guys enjoyed this interview. Subscribe if you really like this and give my mom a warm goodbye. I want to say thank you for inviting me on your podcast. Of course, of course. I want to say I'm honored to be your first guest. I'm honored that you agreed to do it. I know you're going to have an array of people joining you on this podcast, some with success that can't even be contained. But I just want you to know I'm just incredibly proud of you. Uh-huh. This is a brilliant piece of your work. It is in representation of who you are, what you stand for. It encompasses everything that you're passionate about. And I think that this is just one of the ways that you're going to continue to help people. So congratulations to you. 
Thank you. Awesome job. Thank you. And if you want to self-promote before you leave, say your blog one more time. <laughs> You're such a businesswoman, Nadia. <laughs> you can check out my blog on www.raisingachampion.org. And essentially, it's just an opportunity or a safe place for mothers to come and um, be honest about motherhood. And the focus of Raising a Champion is the idea that in order for us to raise these dynamic children, we have to be attentive to ourselves as well. And so it talks about everything from health and wellness to healing to self-care to academics, everything that we need to, one, support ourselves and two, raise remarkable champion children. Check her out. And if you guys are interested in having an interview on this podcast, email me at lifewithnaughty at gmail.com. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. See you soon. Bye. Bye. I'm your host, Nadi, and this is Nine Half Podcast. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts or whatever app you're listening from and be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Okay, teens, remember, the tween years are hard, but we got this. Join me next week, same time, same place. Thank you for listening. Bye!